We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 714 and a half on this Tuesday morning, February 7th. Some drizzle has already fallen. Be careful if you're driving around because it just made the streets slick. Didn't really wash anything off. 30% chance for showers today. Humid. You'll notice that. Highs of 78, warmer tomorrow, highs of 80 with some storms late in advance of a front, but not the real front. 20% chance for showers Thursday, highs of 66, then just in time for the first real big weekend of Carnival. 52 for high Saturday, 62 Sunday, and then 66 on Monday. So we're in for a nice stretch of weather, and let's hope it can last till the following weekend as well. President Biden set to make his State of the Union address tonight for the first time. The Sergeant of Arms of the House of Representatives will not say Madam Speaker. He'll say Mr. Speaker. The President of the United States, Justin Buechler, joins us. Our friend, Associate Professor of Political Science at Case Western Reserve University to help us talk about it. Good morning, Professor. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well, sir. Thanks for taking the time with us. Um, CBS poll recently released showing that the majority of people, whether they are Republicans or Democrats, want the president to talk about the economy tonight. Um, what What is it that the president needs to do tonight if he's going to solidify his chances or the Democrats' chances? Or what message should he – is he expected to put out there? So uh, with respect to the economy, uh, he has to address inflation. Uh, strategically, though, uh, is his best move is to try to pivot from that to the fact that we just had a really amazing jobs report. And that jobs report, you look at the numbers, and it really blew past everybody's expectations. It was probably to some degree anomalous, but – if you're looking at this from the strategic position of the president, you sort of say, yes, we have inflation. Uh, people are struggling because inflation. But look at the good news on the jobs front. Look at a record low unemployment rate and uh, try to build some good news out of that because nobody wants to go into the State of the Union address and say, yeah, everything's terrible. You acknowledge the bad news on inflation and then pivot to the good news. Um, is he expected to run, as far as you know, in 2024? Um, it, it's sounding like yes, but he has not made a formal announcement. So there is uh, there is still room, but most of the rumors are that he intends to run. Um, there have been delays, and that probably means some internal deliberation. And this is sort of the big question, because – 
There is not a lot of enthusiasm for his candidacy within the Democratic Party, but there also isn't necessarily an obvious uh, candidate if he chooses not to run uh, sitting vice president. Uh, Kamala Harris is uh, well-liked by a lot of Democrats, but is uh, maybe not the ideal candidate anyway, even though a sitting vice president, if the president steps down, would be sort of the logical choice. So he's probably expected to run, even though he might have some weaknesses, although that would really depend on the economy in a year and a half. Who is running the Democrat Party nominally or in practice? Because you have a president that is an incumbent. I guess the question I'm trying to get to, Professor, is if he decides to run, even though the Democrats are less than enthused, are are we beyond the days of some kind of um, nomination fight or – would the primary sort all of that out? Would it go to the convention? Sort all of that out for us, if you would, please. Yeah, so there's nobody who runs a party. The uh, When there is a sitting president, the sitting president is officially in charge of the party. So officially, Joe Biden is in charge of the Democratic Party. Um, however, there's really nobody in charge of a party because nominations are not uh, really decided at a convention the way they were back in uh, 68 and the days uh, uh, leading up to the changes in the rules uh, that started in 72. So uh, in principle, uh, there might be enough opposition that Joe Biden would face a uh, real contest for the nomination, uh, but that that really doesn't tend to happen. So uh, in principle, He could look at the dynamics within uh, the Democratic Party electorate and say, "Eh, you know what, I might lose and step down. But there's there's really no one person or group of people in charge of a party. That's just not how American parties work in other party systems around the world. You can have people sort of in charge of a party to the extent that that phrase has any meaning. But uh, in the American party system, the way that uh, candidates are chosen is through primaries and caucuses. So if there's a contest that just gets sorted out by the voters. And, of course, somebody, I guess, would have to decide if – and we'll take a break. We'll pick it up here. we come back. Within the, the Democrats, they would have to say, okay, the president wants to run. He can't win. And I'm not saying that's a fact. And I'm just saying if that were to be their thinking, then they would have to decide to run. They, uh, I guess, theoretically, they could um, beat him in the primaries. And then at some point, you would think, I guess, he would step aside. We'll talk about all that when we come back. Also, the Republican side of it as well. And I asked the audience if you really want to see Biden-Trump again, and is that the best we can do in this country? Other than one Trump supporter, I got about 15, 20 texts saying, absolutely not. We got to do better than those two. 721, time for WWL Traffic. 726, Tommy Tucker, WWL. Thanks for getting your Tuesday morning started with us here. We're talking to Justin Buechler, Associate Professor of Political Science at Case Western Reserve University. President Biden is going to give his State of the Union address tonight at 8, and we'll carry it for you live here on WWL, along with analysis, insights, and commentary from 8 until 10. We're talking to Justin Buechler, Associate Professor of Political Science at Case Western Reserve University. Uh, Justin, where does um, China and the Ukraine fit into this? China with the balloon, Ukraine and Russia with the ongoing war. 
well, these are obviously going to be big themes. Um, Justin. Ukraine uh, will uh, – this is going to be part of the funding fight because uh, we've been providing uh, financial aid to Ukraine for their fight against Russia. And it's a little bit uncertain how much of that is going to continue with Republican control of the House and the fact that they're not as supportive of Ukraine and that there is a much larger faction of the Republican supporter a party that is supportive of Russia. Uh, so that's going to be a theme. And then with China, the issue with that balloon. Wait, wait, wait. hang on a second. Did you say the yeah. Republicans are more supportive of Russia? There is a faction that is supportive of Russia. It's not a big faction, but there is a faction that is supportive of Russia. And if you listen to uh, some of the uh, more extreme Republicans, they are uh, pretty supportive of Putin. See, that, uh, that let me the, just yeah. jump in for a sure. second. That that always yeah. confused me because yeah. you always think about the fight against communism and that yeah. the Republicans would be the one they'd be yeah. for Ukraine and that the Democrats would be against involvement because they traditionally yeah. are not hawks when it comes to war. How did this turnaround happen? So it happened with Trump, um, and you could actually watch public opinion polls uh, switch very quickly with Donald Trump because uh, his rhetoric on Russia and specifically that, uh, Vladimir Putin uh, was so dramatically different from, for example, Ronald Reagan. You go back and you listen to Ronald Reagan and uh, his rhetoric on Russia, on communism, and the Republican Party was the party that stood up to communism and the Democratic Party was much more dovish and didn't want to confront communism. And then you get to Donald Trump and his very close relationship with uh, uh, Russia and with Putin, and it flipped. And it's the strangest thing or one of the many strange things in uh, so it's not just American me scratch. Politics. It's not just me scratching my head over this one, Justin. Oh, no, it's not just okay. you. I, I, we've, we've all been scratching our heads about this because, yeah, it used to be that the Republican Party was the party confronting Russia and communism. And uh, there's still a faction of the Republican Party that uh, would very much like to continue confronting Russia. And if you listen to uh, the irony is that one of one of Trump's closest allies is Lindsey Graham, and Lindsey Graham is still confronting Russia and wants to confront Russia and support Ukraine. But uh, then you've got Trump himself and a bunch of his allies who are much more supportive of Putin, and it's the strangest thing. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate yeah. your time. Justin Buechler, Associate Professor of Political Science at Case Western Reserve University. This text pops up, which made me chuckle. Um, Biden is extremely feeble in mind and body. He should not run. Former President Trump should not run as he is a nut. We need new blood. Uh, somebody else texted in and said, uh, Trump tried to overthrow the government. Biden is too fragile. Both are too old. We need more center-leaning candidates to accomplish anything. And what happens is the primary is going to force all the candidates to both ends. And we're right back where we started. Right now, time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.